Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. ...can experience shorter wait times on certain days. Winter has come and almost gone without a whole lot of snow, but don't quite pack up those heavy coats. I'm Luke Lukert. Big losses this morning on Wall Street. The Dow is down 477 points. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Supreme Court has just begun hearing arguments in a case that pits Google against the parents of a college exchange student killed in a terrorist attack at a cafe in Paris in 2015. Noemi Gonzalez's mother and stepfather say the company's YouTube service acted as a recruiting platform for ISIS. The family's attorney, Reynaldo Gonzalez. What we're saying is that insofar as they were encouraging people to go look at things, that's what's outside the protection of the statute. Not that the stuff was there. If they stopped recommending things tomorrow and, and all sorts of horrible stuff was on their website, as far as we read the statute, they're fine. Correspondent Jan Crawford has more. Social media companies say a 1996 federal law shields them from liability and that the modern Internet would not exist if companies couldn't sort and recommend third-party content to users. Free speech advocates say social media companies have rights similar to newspapers deciding what articles to publish. President Biden is set to speak in Poland in half an hour. It comes a day after he made a surprise visit to Ukraine to pledge continued U.S. support for the almost one-year-old war with Russia. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy is traveling with the president. Aides say the president's speech from the royal castle here in the Polish capital will have Mr. Biden reiterating that America will stand with Ukraine for as long as it takes. Dan Free once served as U.S. ambassador to Poland. He needs to push back against the persistent notion that Ukraine's cause is lost. The president's speech here comes hours after Vladimir Putin blamed the West for the war and announced he would suspend Russia's participation in the New START arms reduction treaty, which has kept a limit on nuclear warheads and ICBMs. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Warsaw. Wall Street Journal reports Chinese leader Xi Jinping is planning to visit Moscow for a summit with President Putin. A massive winter storm's about to make its way from the west coast to the east and bring with it blizzard conditions and ice. Meteorologist Stephanie Abrams checks in from the Weather Channel. It starts to crank today. Winds at the higher elevations gusting to 75 miles an hour. It continues into Thursday and travel could be downright impossible with blowing snow, drifting snow, and also whiteout conditions. 22 states are under weather alerts. The forecast calls for partly cloudy skies and a high of 78 today in New Orleans for the culmination of Mardi Gras. Oh, hey. 
is Fat Tuesday. It's the last hurrah before Lent begins tomorrow. Dow's way down. It's off 478 points right now. S&P down 58. This is CBS News. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. S-T-I-H-L-U-S-A dot com. It's 11.03 on WTOP. Welcome into Tuesday morning, February 21st. Sunny and 52 now. We're heading into the 60s later. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Seven people injured, three of them critically in a crash this morning along Connecticut Avenue in the district. It happened just before 8 o'clock in front of the National Zoo. D.C. Fire and EMS says the crash involved two vehicles. Three victims were trapped and it took multiple rescue squads to free them. All seven of the occupants, six adults and one teenager taken to area hospitals. Again, three have life-threatening injuries. There's been a lot of traffic congestion around there with authorities rerouting cars. Stay with us here for Traffic on the 8s to find out the latest. Starting today, you'll spend less time waiting for a train along Metro's red line on the busiest days of the week. Moving forward, red line trains will arrive every eight minutes on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Mondays and Fridays, red line trains will arrive every eight minutes during morning and evening rush and every ten minutes at other times of the day. The transit agency says it is hiring and training more rail operators after a shortage caused by the pandemic, and it's gradually bringing back more of those newer 7,000 series uh, rail cars for the trains. Last month, we told you about the unmarked graves discovered at a church in Bowie, which used to be a plantation run by the Jesuits. Now in a story you're hearing first on WTOP, the endeavor there is only getting bigger. More flags than before dot the hillside between the Sacred Heart Chapel and Maryland Route 450. We uh, have hundreds more graves. We're not sure on an exact number yet. Father Michael Russo says in recent weeks, the area they're looking at has only gotten bigger. We're at hundreds, three to five hundred, somewhere in there. It'll be a slow-moving process. Sometimes there's difficulty determining what's actually a grave marker and what's just a rock. We asked our volunteers who are helping to clean, you know, don't move anything. This is a statewide issue. State Delegate Adrian Boafo is asking the National Park Service to designate this a national historic place. We need the resources at that site to really understand in an expedited way uh, what happened. That designation would help achieve that and it's something the church supports. At Sacred Heart Church in Bowie, John Dome in WTOP News. Well, if you're not a fan of snow, you may be loving this winter as our area has not received even one inch of measurable snow so far. That's a major difference from our usual snow average across the last 30 years of about 14 inches. So could we see some of the white stuff in the next month? It usually happens every few decades. There's been four winters total where Reagan National Airport has had less than an inch of snow. That's in the 120-plus years of recorded weather history. Last time, though, was just three years ago. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill says there's still a chance we may add to our total. It will come when a stratospheric warming event is going to knock a polar vortex filled with cold air through the D.C. area for the last two weeks of March. That would be our only hope for snow accumulation in the D.C area would be the middle to the end of March once that cold air finally swings across the northern hemisphere and gets into our neck of the woods. Luke Luger, WTOP News. 
It is election day for some Virginia residents who are heading to the polls today in what could be a historic special election. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan is vying to become the state's first black congresswoman. She's running against Republican Leon Benjamin to represent the 4th Congressional District. McClellan is widely expected to win in the deep blue Richmond anchored district. Coming up on WTOP after we check traffic and weather. A Maryland lawmaker says she's a victim of the kind of harassment she's trying to prevent. I'm Acacia James. It's 1107. Duran Duran, future past tour. September 13th at Capital One Arena. Duran Duran with two very special guests, Niall Rogers and Sheik. And Bastille. But if you close your Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Don't miss Duran Duran Live. Do you hear that? That's the sound of you getting paid when you use your payback checking debit card from Andrews Federal Credit Union. That's right. Every time you use your debit card to make a purchase over $5, you earn five cents cash back. That adds up fast. Open your account at Andrews Federal and start earning more today. Visit andrewsfcu.org to get started. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by the NCUA. For eligibility membership requirements and details about payback limits, visit andrewsfcu.org. WTOP at 1108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to Mary DePompa and the WTOP Traffic Center. Hey, thanks, Mark, and always thanks to TOP listeners. Patrick was on 95. He confirmed the delay after two, uh, passing the ICC, hitting the brakes through Calverton, passing 212. The crash is at the bottom of the ramp from 212. Watch out along the right side, one facing sideways, and that becomes the breakaway point. Now, if you were south out of Elkridge, they are still working 95 after Route 100, so watch for the flashing lights there. The inner loop of the Beltway had been slow through Lanham, working toward 450. It was a mobile uh, street-sweeping crew. They were along the left. It's thinning out a bit. They may, in fact, be clear. Southbound DC 295, a new issue is just after Benning Road toward East Capitol Street. Watch for flashing lights. On I-295, you're slow off of the 11th Street Bridge, now working south after the Suitland Parkway, a mobile crew. Also coming inbound 395 across the 14th Street Bridge onto the Southwest Freeway toward Main Avenue. That, too, was a mobile crew. And on the George Washington Parkway, both directions between 123 and the Beltway, a single lane getting by, there could be multiple zones in the southbound direction. The outer loop of the Beltway is still slowing out of Maryland across the American Legion Bridge to Virginia, where the left lane near Georgetown Pike before and after exit 44 left lane block, part of the 495 next work. Yes, we have not mentioned 95 in Virginia in a bit. They did clear the work zone that was north. All delays have dissipated near Dumfries. Toward the district northwest, Connecticut Avenue, an early morning crash in front of the zoo still had traffic diverting. No updates in a while on Connecticut Avenue between Porter and Cathedral. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube Service Centers. Keep you moving from oil changes, tire rotations, filters, wipers, a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for the location near you. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. 
Now let's get the forecast from Chad Merrill. Lots of sunshine drying out the pavement this morning. We'll have a brief shower or thunderstorm this afternoon, only lasting about 5 or 10 minutes. Then the winds will pick up, howling to 30 to 35 miles an hour. Hold on to the steering wheel on the way home from work. Temperatures in the 60s. We drop back into the 30s and 40s overnight. Wednesday will be considerably cooler. Mist and sprinkles, the high only 50. Up to 80 on Thursday, back into the 50s on Friday. I'm Storm Team Fours, Chad Merrill. 54 in Sunny in Roslyn, 56 in Laurel, and we're at 53 in Northwest Washington. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11:11. A Maryland lawmaker became a victim of the kind of harassment she's trying to prevent. It's what's known as cyber flashing. It's also known as sending unwanted sexual images through online platforms. Delegate Leslie Lopez says she received a lewd image through a direct message on Twitter from someone she thought was a constituent. She recently sponsored a bill that would create a task force to figure out how to prevent and respond to non-consensual sexual imagery. According to Bumble, a dating app tech company, 48% of women between the ages of 18 and 24 have received this type of sexual unsolicited image. In D.C., Council. Councilmember Brooke Pinto recently introduced legislation that would punish people who cyber flash. Virginia already has laws on the books against it. Acacia James, WTOP News. It was a haunting newspaper photo. A black middle school student standing by himself as he desegregated an all-white school in Fredericksburg. Now, 60 years later, we finally know who that student was. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP. The photo was taken in 1962, a solitary black preteen being gawked at by white schoolmates on the day he entered Maury Middle School in Fredericksburg. But a mystery remained. Nobody ever knew who he was. There was no name. They just say a young Negro boy. Researcher Chris Williams of University of Mary Washington finally learned the 12-year-old student's name was Robert Christian. And for the first time, he told his story. He was on his own, literally. Nobody would play with him. Nobody would sit with him at the lunch table. The teacher forced him to sit at the back of the classroom. Christian's desegregation story is told as part of a new civil rights walking trail being unveiled this week in Fredericksburg. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Two people got away with a treasured Virgin Mary statue from a Montgomery County church earlier this month. Surveillance video shows the thieves got out of their car at Our Lady of Visitation in Darnstown taking the statue, putting it in the car, and driving away. Father Greg Schaffer talked to NBC4 about the crime. It's like if somebody took something of your mother, like a picture of your mother is very important to you. It's just personal. This is deeply personal for us. Mary's like our mother. The church says it has no plans to press charges. They're asking the thieves to return the statue, and no questions will be asked. Sports is on the way, and then Montgomery County Police investigating a deadly early morning crash in the area. It's 1113. What is psychological well-being in the workplace, and how can a business or organization achieve it? Deborah Feinstein spoke with Angela Beaudry, Vice President of Human Resources at Kaiser Permanente, to find out. Psychological health and safety in the workplace is really allowing the space for employees to have the confidence to speak freely in the workplace without fear of retaliation, to uh, bring ideas forward without being 
scared of the repercussions of their superiors or even colleagues, really having more ownership in the work that they do in the workplace. So what can a business do to increase psychological safety in the workplace. It really needs to begin at the top where leaders need to come to an agreement on what does that look like. They need to model that, emulate it. How do we set some basic norms on uh, making sure that we're respecting one another's time in meetings, uh, listening fairly, making sure that we're inviting opposing views and bringing ideas from all different corners of the organization, checking titles at the door. Are there some particular challenges as we continue to navigate COVID in the workplace? There are a lot of industries that are still struggling with recovery. And so really thinking about how do we give the workforce extra time to recover, knowing that everyone's recovering at different paces and been working through different stressors and trauma. How can you measure the success and the health of a company and its employees? Some of the outcome measures that you can look at are your employee satisfaction scores, your turnover rates, your employee engagement. You can start with some simple surveys and getting the baseline of your staff and then measure the progress in each of those areas. That helps put some numbers around your progress. Also helps direct where you should put your energy and effort. For more information, visit kp.org slash lead boldly slash WTOP or go to WTOP.com and search top health. Let's see what's coming up in money news. Mark, almost two hours into the trading day, the Dow down nearly 500 points. That's 1.5%. Paychecks for Home Depot workers will be getting bigger. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. What do you say, Dave Preston? Are you ready for a little spring training? Absolutely. A first full squad workout for the Nationals on tap today. Meanwhile, General Manager Mike Rizzo looks to get left-handed pitcher Patrick Corbin back to his 2019 form. You've heard me say it, you know, over the last two years. He's got to pitch in, he's got to pitch aggressive, and he's he's got to get he's got to get quicker contact. Uh, and with that, you have an infield that uh, is reliable and can and pick the ball up, I think will help him. Corbin won 14 games in his first season with Washington. He's posted a 17-42 and 42 mark in the three years since. NHL Capitals got Tom Wilson back in the lineup last Saturday. Nick Dowd was practicing yesterday. Caps host Detroit this evening. Coach Peter Laviolette's team leads the Red Wings by two points in the standings, but they trail Detroit in points per games played. I don't know if they're right, right above us or right below us the winning percentage, but it's close enough for me not to worry about whether we're 0.2% better than them or 0.2% behind them or it doesn't matter. we got to win hockey games, and so the focus is winning. Mark, you have that look of somebody who is not ready to do math on no. a Tuesday morning. Caps have just one win since the All-Star break, 7 p.m. faceoff on 1500 a.m. Women's college basketball, big one tonight in the Big Ten with number 7 Maryland hosting 6th-ranked Iowa. We will hear from Coach Brenda Freeze at 1145 about the Hawkeyes National Player of the Year candidate, Caitlin Clark, Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Dave, thank you. 1117, we've learned the identity of the person who died in an early morning car crash in Rockville. Montgomery County police say it was 18-year-old Tara King of Woodbridge. It happened around 5 o'clock along the inner loop of the Beltway after Old Georgetown Road near Rockville Pike. A spokesperson with Montgomery County Fire and Rescue says the Chevrolet Cobalt caught fire when it went off the road and crashed into a tree. King died at the scene. A 20-year-old male passenger was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. 
Coming up in our top stories on WTOP, seven people injured, three of them critically, in a crash along Connecticut Avenue in the district in front of the National Zoo earlier this morning. Russia's president blaming the West for his war in Ukraine. Vladimir Putin made the comments during his State of the Nation speech. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 1118. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s. Mary DePompa in the traffic center. All right, thanks, Mark. Got a new crash. Well, we'll start with the 95 in Maryland, where you are slow heading southbound 95 through Calverton. Once you pass the ICC, hitting the brakes toward 212, where 212 merges on, crash blocking along the right side at that uh, acceleration lane, if you will. Beyond that, it's your breakaway point. Nothing was in the northbound direction. We're going to check now on flipping the coin into Virginia. They do have the new crash. It's on the inner loop and the service road at 50 Arlington Boulevard. So the crash is on the beltway on the right shoulder, but response is now north in the service road on the left side. Watch for that. No big delay. Just started happening. Outer loop will still be slow from about River Road to get across the American Legion Bridge into Virginia. 495 next work blocking the left lane. Checking 95 in Virginia, where we have slowdowns working in the northbound direction through Woodbridge. We're supposed to get a mobile crew past Woodbridge and near Route 1. Haven't seen any slowdowns such as that, but watch out on the right side. That would be the schedule. North across the 14th Street Bridge on 395 and onto the Southwest Freeway to head uh, eastbound toward Main Avenue. That was a mobile crew at last report with the wake on South I-295 after the Suitland Parkway. We had a mobile crew there now closer to South Capitol Street. Single lane was getting by. And this traffic report is being brought to you by Gramophone. Spring is in the air. At Gramophone, they deliver beautiful landscape, lighting, outdoor music, and gorgeous entertainment spaces. Visit Gramophone.com today and learn how they can get the party started. Mary DePomp at WTP Traffic. Now let's get that forecast from Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Very changeable weather pattern here over the next several days. Do expect a brief shower or thunderstorm this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the 60s. Behind that frontal system, winds will pick up between about 3 and 6 o'clock. You'll notice the winds 30 to 35 miles an hour. Clear skies tonight. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s, but we quickly cloud up right in time for the morning commute. We'll have some mist and sprinkles with a high only of 50 on Wednesday. We turn around into the lower 80s on Thursday with lots of sunshine, only to cool back down on Friday behind a cold front. It'll be windy again, gusts to 35 miles an hour, temperatures only in the 50s. And then over the weekend, we stabilize a bit, mostly cloudy on Saturday, a few showers possible on Sunday, temperatures mid-40s to low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 53 in Germantown. Annandale checking in with 55. Sunny in 53. Clear blue sky in northwest Washington. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service. Seven days a week. Just ahead, an important recall involving a popular baby formula. It's 1121. When it comes to banking, turn to FVC Bank. Businesses in Baltimore, D.C., Northern Virginia, and all areas in between benefit from the convenient online options FVC Bank offers its customers. You owe it to yourself and your business to switch to FVC Bank. Customer-focused, technologically efficient, a great customer experience. FVC Bank. Visit FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. 
you see smoke on the horizon, you turn on WTOP. Because WTOP is first with the news when seconds count. Day or night, our reporters are live on the scene when news happens. We're here in Delray. Breaking news from Ruston. We're in Hyattsville. So whether it's a fire or some other breaking story, you'll be up to date. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Here's Mary Ann Monroe, the Senior Director for Total Experience Solutions and Services at Maximus on the discussion, The Digital Front Door and Transforming Customer Experience and the Citizen Journey. Sponsored by Maximus and Salesforce. We have our data available in real time. So we are feeding that information back to our agencies to say, this is what the trends are and the pain points. So working with them to change that in their digital front door. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Maximus. Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead. Leading with new ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government, to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. This is WTOP News. It's 1123. Speed cameras that monitor one of the most dangerous roads in our region are in danger of being turned off. So efforts are underway to keep those cameras along Route 210 in Prince George's County and possibly add more of them. Ron Weiss of Fort Washington, who advocates for safety on Maryland 210, says the law allowing speed cameras is set to expire September 30th. So a new bill renewing them is vital. If this bill doesn't pass, we lose the three speed cameras that we have. The bill would also boost fines on a sliding scale for higher speeds. Why says another bill would increase automated enforcement on the highway. It would give us the ability to, to have up to 10 speed cameras on Maryland 210. Residents are also concerned about a News 4 investigation that found the speed cameras may not be catching and sighting hyperspeeders, those going more than 90 miles an hour. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Check your shelves. A bunch of baby formula is being recalled. Two batches of Infamil, ProSobe, Simply Plant-Based Infant Formula are being recalled because of possible cross-contamination with some bacteria. The formula maker is recalling about 145,000 cans that were uh, made between August and September. We've got the codes for those products and the use-by dates at WTOP.com. Search recall. The uh, company says the cause of the problem is linked to material from a third party, but tests of the product have been negative for the bacteria thus far. No illnesses reported. Can you say no to junk food? Hey, where's the green filling? A report from the University of Michigan finds 13% of Americans over 50 are addicted to sweet or salty snacks, fatty foods, and sugary drinks. Hey, uh, how much for the Doritos? That's about one in eight who can't control their consumption of highly processed foods. Most common symptoms? Intense cravings, irritability, trouble concentrating, and headaches when you can't get your hands on what you want. Researchers blame the addictive nature of junk foods and their ability to trigger the brain's release of the feel-good chemical dopamine at levels comparable to nicotine and alcohol. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. We'll see how well this goes over for married couples at home. The study found more women than men are addicted to junk food and percentages are higher among those who are overweight or isolated. Money News at 25 and 55. Over to Dan Ronan. 
Mark, two hours into the trading day. It's a tough one on Wall Street. The Dow is down 500-plus points. That's 1.5%. The NASDAQ is down 230. That's 1.6%. The market is down on the disappointing earnings today from Home Depot, dragging down things as consumers shift from goods to more service spending. But workers at Home Depot are getting a raise. The big box improvement company said today it'll spend an additional $1 billion to give employees raises because the labor market, it says, remains very tight. The minimum wage will go up to $15 an hour. Southwest Airlines is adding flights to its network as the carrier tries to ramp up its daily schedule to pre-pandemic levels and recover from that big December shutdown. By August, Southwest says it will operate 4,400 daily flights, up about 7% from a year ago. It's good news for BWI. They'll be adding 12.4% more flights. BWI is Southwest's fifth busiest hub. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Washington, D.C. BMW Centers. Now through February 28th, lease a 2023 BMW i4 e-drive 35 for $4.99 per month for 36 months.